0: Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia. This is the Bright Side with Technisha, a daily broadcast on real life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is. October the 15th, 2014. Oh, I've been missing you for so many days, I was just about to forget what day it was. But I'm so glad everybody's tuning in to another episode of Right Style with Technicia. I have an awesome dude on. He's a young entrepreneur doing big things. Um, Started off with a struggle, but as you know, Drake said, we saw from the bottom, now we're here. And this is type of man. He is here now, baby. He's doing it. And his name is Chef Ruben Wood. He is a celebrity journalist. And on the end of the name is also Chef. So we're gonna find a little bit more about that too. But do call in at 347 426 3751. If I sound a little sluggish, I am. I'm a little tired because I'm kinda almost trying to go back under the weather. So I'm I'm trying to relieve myself by putting a a cough drop in my mouth, so you know, I don't like I don't like to do melting too much, so I'm trying to stay up with you guys. I'm also keep the chat box open as well. So Ruben, um welcome man. I'm so glad that you on my show.
1: Hey, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. What about yourself?
1: I'm doing good. I'm you know I'm blessed to be alive, man.
0: Oh, uh, amen. Look, amen for that. That's right. Good to see another day. Everybody, if you have not thanked the Lord for being up, you shall do so right now. Matter of fact, I need to do that. Thank you, God, for letting me see another day, for letting me have Reuben on, just for letting my children go off to school. You know, you just have to think of the little things that we sometimes ignore. But Reuben, once again, I, I really do thank you for taking out your time to do this interview with me. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, Oh, you're welcome. You know, I was, you know, reading into your story. It's it's encouraging, though, because, I mean, you went off to college. Things weren't working out in that direction. You ended up have to make your way on the street of Atlanta. So, you know, things get rocky, but you learn how to overcome that, and now you have your own magazine out. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, starting your own magazine company, it's not easy, but that is what you do as a young black entrepreneur. And you started Spaced Out Magazine in 2011, and now you began helping other businesses and artists to get a jump start. So I really am proud of you for doing that.
1: Yeah, I definitely thank you and appreciate
0: that. Oh, you're welcome. So, so, tell where are you from, Ruben?
1: I'm actually originally from Brunswick, Georgia. I was born there, uh,
0: okay. a small town,
1: uh in so, like southeastern Georgia. But I was raised right. in Atlanta.
0: Too. Yeah. I was just telling my coworkers there, too, I said the little cities, I never heard of a of Georgia. You'd be like, Where? You sure is that part of Georgia? Yeah, okay. So, Ruben, how did you get started in the entertainment
1: industry? Uh, When I
0: graduated high school,
1: um, I was originally like an artist, and I did hip-hop, R&B, and everything, and, you know, I moved to New York, and I got my first distribution deal and uh, situation with Island Def Jam, Wu-Tang Management, uh, Bright Lights Entertainment.
0: Okay, I got you. So what actually, because now, a lot of people probably don't even know this. Uh, unfortunately, um, of course, you did start off as a music artist. Who, um, You called yourself Young Bank, and that was about five years ago. So what actually paved the way for you into the music business? What
1: paved the way is, is like uh, when I started out as an artist, of course, I was putting out mixtapes, uh, singles, different things like that, building the buzz. And when I actually got kind of shelved. I got shelved by my label and they never did anything as far as the promotions or anything. So that's actually what caused me to wind up on those streets of Atlanta. But throughout that time, I had been, uh, you know, with various other different labels because I've always been that person who could do marketing and advertising. So then uh, I actually started the company and I did like a Couple of interviews, um, you know, different independent artists, some major artists, and it kind of took off from there. I made the transition from being an artist into, you know, this media person because I've always been cooking. Cooking has always been a part of my life for uh, at a very young age.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad you did explain that because I was want to say chef, but I don't. I'm not finding anything about him being a chef, so I'm glad that you did mention that. You, you know, I had another guest on. We were talking about that. People, we have lost tight. We have lost really the sight on just cooking, period. Everybody so used to putting microwave dinners in in the microwave, popping them, and that's about it. Don't nobody really sit down like your grandma used to. You remember back then, Ruben, your mother or grandmother, they didn't have to use measuring cups. You know, I'm not going to lie. I do use my measuring cups. I cook, but I use my measuring cups. But they knew just what to put in without measuring it. Oh so right, how long right. how long you been cooking right? so how long you been cooking?
1: I've actually been cooking since I was uh about four years old
0: Wow, wow, yeah, and i okay. I've
1: always worked at like uh various different restaurants, and of course, I went to culinary art school in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Oh, shoot. No one won't have no problem right there. Grabbing him. He cook. He know how to write. So you don't have no problems with... won't have no problems out of him, look. Okay. I will. Look, she won't even have to worry about leaving. Girl, I ain't going nowhere. My man know how to cook. Go not about your business. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so, what is the... Now, I, I like your idea. I do. I love the fact that Space Out Magazine, because at first I thought it was just about... Hip hop, but the more I read into it, you're actually focusing on issues that's going on with us right now with ISIS. Um, you you speak on celebrity issues, but it's just not just focused on like I said, just hip hop. It's all over. So that's what I mind about the magazine. And if anybody who doesn't know about it, please check it out. You could Google it. It's um Space Out Magazine. It's it's awesome. So where did the idea for this magazine spring from?
1: Actually, the idea originally came up uh, in 2005 because during the time I would actually sell, like, shoes and different things and clothes. So I wanted to put together, like, a shoe catalog to just pass out in the streets and everything to sell it to, you know, different people and get them to buy a product. But that never really went through. So I kept the name. And I kept the idea, but I changed the whole concept because right. I wanted to do something that was different because you have so many music magazines, yeah. you have so many entertainment magazines, then you have so many business magazines. So to incorporate all right. that as well as something that's dealing with our personal issues in the community in different areas and that really affects us, that's how, you know, I was able to create Space Style Magazine.
0: Right. I like the angle that you took, right? Cause you're right. Everybody, most of them, they focus on just the uh, entertainment side, but you got entertainment, and let's focus on this. Let's focus on what's going on around us. Let's not forget that as well, cause we do. We get caught up in all the garbage, but then you be like, okay, so what's going on with ISIS? Don't know, but my child knows about this. What's going on with Beyonce? Okay, so that's the problem for me, right? But my child don't know what's going on with this. I um Ebola, Ebola going on. So yeah, I like the way that you stepped out beyond. that I think that's really that's a top notch for you. You it's it's over the top. Like I'm surprised I never heard this magazine before. That's what gets me because it's it's not any bull junk magazine just put together. Oh no, Ruben, we we definitely you definitely got it. We got to get you, I know you out there, but it's got to be more advertised a little more because it's a good magazine. I think more people need to get into it. And for you to take that step with it, that's good.
1: Right, right. I mean, as far as the advertisement goes other actual magazine, I actually had kind of uh, taken the time out because I had my daughter and everything. So that's probably oh. why you haven't seen it advertised as much because she was born last year. And I really just been focusing on Oh, congratulations. Yeah.
0: Congratulations you. to you. So how is fatherhood?
1: Oh, it's different, definitely different, being at a young age. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, under- I do understand that. I got twin girls; they're eight now, and I'm thirty-one. So, oh, just imagine two at one time, Ruben. Every two hours they was crying. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, so I went through my post traumatic stress. It was, it was definitely difficult, and all I could do was ask mother, "How did you get through this?" and she gave me the best response I would probably never forget. I didn't have twins, so that's how I got through. I was like, "Okay, great advice. Thank you for that. Thank you, mother. Make sure I let you hear this recording. I really appreciate her kindness." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so congratulations to that. So, so how tough was it for you to be young bank five years ago?
1: Uh, it was very tough because coming out of uh, Brunswick, Georgia nobody's never mm-hmm. really heard of the city. And, uh, right. you know, when I went to college, I went to college in 2010. So that's why I actually okay. picked up, started building my buzz and everything in Atlanta. And then I went from Atlanta to New York. I lived in New York for probably about uh, six months. And, you know, I just used to meet a lot of different people in New York at the time because, uh, you know, that's where all the celebrities were, like in 2011 seemed like more celebrities were going to New York or they were in New York just from me being there. And um, I linked up with a lot of people. I did a lot of showcases. I did a lot of different shows and stuff. And, you know, the consistency was good. But like I say, because of the lack of promotion, it wasn't really helping me. So.
0: Right. And I don't blame you. That's, and I think that's the main thing that most of them do forget think about they have to they need to start thinking about that that you know you need an education besides just rapping oh I'm gonna do it big you know yeah I'm about to make this money and it's not that hard because to me I'm gonna be honest Ruben to me when I think of this music industry I think of it as a it's a big sacrifice something that you really it's almost like you have to give up God to me just to be in this music industry. And it it, it swarms you. It, it could swallow you up so quickly if you're not thinking on your toes. That's how I think of it. And that's why I be thinking about these young ones who want to get out there and get in, make it big and fast. It's not so simple. And that's what they need to start thinking about. Parents need to start sitting them down. Look, baby, you need a plan B. This is not where it's at. Right. Everybody want to be a singer. You're right. Everybody want to be a singer. Why not Why not a lawyer? Why not a judge? And I know some people tell me, oh, your, twin, your twins can sing. Okay, that's fine and dandy, but um, I love American Idol, but we're not – I don't want to just promote that, the singing part. Let's try to do something a little differently, especially for our black children. Let's try to push them a little farther into politics and stuff. You know, everybody want to push, oh, put them on America. Idol, okay. No. It's not going to happen. I don't want them thinking that's all that's part of life, just the thing or she looks like she could be a model. Mm mm. No. Right. Well, you but know. But you know, that's what. Oh, go ahead, Ruben.
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, um, if you look at things nowadays, how diverse the entertainment industry is, you look at uh, Married to Medicine, you know, you got doctors having their own reality shows. You have other entrepreneurs who have their own reality shows. These are people who are music artists, you know. These are people who degrees and have education and is being glorified, you know. So I think a lot of times... For the younger generation, they need to actually sit down and observe that. And for independent artists, they have to understand in order to really make it in the music industry, it takes more than yourself. It takes a team, and it also takes a lot of investment. You know, you got to have your budget. You got to have, uh, you got to be willing to pay for the things that are tangible, and you have to be willing to do your research on who you're working with.
0: Right. Right. You sure do. You, you do. And I think that's what I admire about our rappers like Tupac. He appeared as a gangster, but this man, he was a dreamer, and he had he had the work ethic down, you know, and you don't find a lot of them who wants that. Like I said, they just want to get in and get the quick, easy money, and it's not like that. And, my God, going to reality shows, if I see another reality am Basically, I'm gonna say it like this, Ru, I'm just tired of seeing reality shows. It's like, my, really? Do we? I don't know if I want to look at your life. Like, they got everything out now. You're not leaving nothing for me to imagine. Everybody got to talk a uh, reality show out. Medicine woman. I'm married to my husband. i am He's a doctor. Okay. Allow housewives come. Oh, they just. I I don't know what to say, Ru I hope they'll. Please, I'm just give it a break. I'm tired of these reality shows, you know. And the real reality show, I think everybody just saw getting carried away. When what's what's the reality show we used to have, Ruben? Um, the real uh real world, as soon as that yeah, came out, it looked like everybody tried to mimic that. Lord. Everybody and their mama yeah. wanna be on TV now. So it's like, okay, you don't there's nothing left out here. I don't know. If you if you get a reality show, Ruben, I don't know. You're going to have to be a creative like your magazine because, obviously, everybody's taking everything. Everybody, you we following your life. Now, what's her name? Um, Not Tori Spelling. It's another actress. Now, she got a reality show. She's building things. I'm like, come oh, on. Really? Now, you want a reality show? Now, you building things? Do do that really have to be a reality show, though? I, do I need to really see you build things? Oh. <laughs> like, they just come over with everything, all this. All this market is about money, just to get us to look into it. But you're right though; we have to be smart though, and that's the clue on everything. We have to sit our children down, and we have to tell them straight out: this is not the glamour world; this is not cookies and cream. So, um, Ruben, when you when you enter into the media professionally as inter- for entertainment, what was your aha moment?
1: Um, I would say one of them was the time I actually got to interview T-Boss.
0: Oh, man, man. uh, (laughs)
1: yeah. You know, it was crazy because growing up listening to a lot of these people and everything, and TLC, the biggest girl group and everything, so... That, that was like a real highlight moment and uh, just working with a lot of the different networks, like covering BET events and stuff like that. But it came with time. It came with progression, you know, because there was times where I used to submit to different events and, you know, try to interview different people. And I used to get declined because my brand was not big enough.
0: Right. Because you also, um, you worked on an event that was involving Al Sharpton too. Maybe it's somebody else. I'm thinking of probably getting mixed up, but I right. I try to make sure I keep all my information down, Ruben. So if I got it mixed up, I do apologize, sir. Please forgive me.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, but I do know you have worked with so many big celebrities. I'm like, wow, because that's where I'm trying to get to. Because I did go to school for journalism, so I'm trying to make my way out where I can become. Known to the community, not doing nothing sneaky, not gossiping like Wendy Williams has to do. I don't want to do all that stuff. I just want to be myself, uh, right. a happy, fun person. Cause that's how I am. I love to see people smile. I'm always cheerful. I don't, I don't try to be miserable if I can help it, you know. So that's why I did admire you too as been as been a celebrity journalist. That's the fun. That's the fun stuff. I did want to be a reporter, but. Eh, I don't always want to do the sad news. Like I want to, want to cover about somebody getting murdered all the time. Or, you know, right. yeah, so that's what I want to do. I want to try to make my break, if I can, into things like that, entertainment.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would say, uh, you know, it's just all about your connections and who you network with right. and pretty much what it all boiled down to with me. Right.
0: Right, because I've seen all the people. I was like, wow, he interviewed all these people. I'm like, man, I can't even imagine. Like, just what what, what psyched me out when I seen seeing I'm like, man, I can't even imagine just standing next to T-Boss. Like, wow, that is awesome. It really is. Of course, we talked about you being a chef, which I'm amazed by that. Now, Spaced Out Magazine was nominated for Immersion Business Award back in July of this year. How did that make a difference in your life and career?
1: Um, It made, like, you know, uh, a better difference in the community because, you know, winning that award and everything, it was on a small scale, but at the same time on a big scale. Because a lot of times in Brunswick, Georgia, you know, we may not support each other the way that we, you know, probably should. I would say that. And being that that is the case, just winning the award, I mean, it's cool. It's really cool. And um, I appreciate the people who did nominate me and who voted for me and everything. And, you know, I plan on winning several other different awards because I've seen World Star Hip Hop. See, they won the uh, web, I think it was the website award or something at the BT mm-hmm. Hip Hop Award. So I'm trying, to right. come, I'm trying to come for it. I'm trying to come for that magazine award other year and different things like that for next year. Um, And, you know, I just want to do more for the name of Brunswick because a lot of times people don't really know about Brunswick. So just giving that promotion of saying, hey, you know, uh, this is why you should come to this city or um, this is who's from that city. So if he made it out of this city, and everything, and he's do doing good things, then you can't too. Right. No.
0: right. That's why I'm talking about. You are a man, Ruben, who people should look up to. This is who I want my daughters to look up to. That's why I love having this show because I speak to so many young black males out here who are doing it. I love it. I do, because we have so many that we're losing. God rest their souls. And we have plenty of them who Going to jail, and that's very sad. See, we're actually taking a look inside of hip hop as someone who can speak to us about empowering our mind and our body, because it takes so much. And we're not talking about just making it better by having an education. We're talking about not just a regular classroom education, but you lived the hard knocks of school. You you had to, you know, you learned about everything. You had to participate in it. This was life for you. And that's how we should be focused on it too. Life, people forgetting all about it. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that people out there you can't enjoy your life if you are in the hip hop culture or you can't party sometime. But I think it's great to find an artist who makes you probably want to expand your vocabulary. Right now, I don't hear him talking about yo mom. What's up? Yeah, here, What's good with you? I'll be like, no, no, son. So I go right back, I have no son, I'm not shawty, my name is Technisha, can we use that correctly? You know, so <laughs> that's what I love, because we have been so belittled, especially in our generation, past history, ancient history and everything, you know, people don't look at us at, at a high standard, but when you do stuff like you do on Ruben, that makes me feel proud, because you're making us, I feel like we could grow. That's what we could do, and we have to stop using that excuse. Oh, I'm black, black, whatever, man. You could get out here, you could do it. You just have to put your mind to it. We got to stop using that for excuse. Oh, I'm black, I can't get this done. We know racism still exists. That's not going to change. But at the same time, you can still strive to push forward.
1: Right, right. I definitely agree with that, and I appreciate what you're saying. And I feel like, as far as the black community as a whole, I feel like we uh, definitely need to support each other more. You know, because if you look at right. other different racial backgrounds, um, they all support each other. You know, really are the
0: support do. each other like that. Oh, you hit it right on the note. You sure did. Every other culture sticks together except us, and you know why? Because we worrying about. Oh, he got this. Oh, he doing better than me. I ain't worrying about him. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, she looking good. And, we, and we're and worrying about the wrong thing. We need to be coming together, sticking together. And that's why, I went, that's why I would mess with somebody like you, Ruben. And I know I'm not putting Tupac up there, but that's why I did like him as well because pushed himself farther than what, you know, most people probably expected. Oh, he's a thug. He might act like a thug, but that man was not dumb at whatsoever. He was very educated, and that's why I admired about him. He was educated, and that was you weren't gonna, you was not gonna play him like a two dollar bill. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I said you in that category with Tupac and everybody else. I love it that you're doing so much out here, and then you coming back. You not only looking out for yourself, but you're trying to help people who actually want to work to get to get to the point where they're at. Not about just getting to the money, but getting to the point where you need to be at. Are you where you need to be at? That's the question out here for everybody today. Are we where we need to be at? And if your answer is no like mine, then obviously we need to make a change. Reroute, reevaluate. And that's what it's called. Um, but, you know, um, Ruben, why why do you think people should probably read your magazine? Because we, we did... Um, talk about the fact that you cover other things besides just hip-hop?
1: Well, I think that people should uh, actually read the magazine because to, and of the stories. I know in the past like, we've actually uh, covered various of uh, different people and different topics and things of that nature, and some of the stories may have not been told the, the way they uh, may have wanted them told, but... Uh, mm-hmm now even more with our winter issue coming out in January, we're going really I in know. depth with these articles and we're really giving people something to really read. Um, whether 'cause we're we're going through our circulation markets and we're going uh to the auto dealers, like right, where you get your cars and stuff fixed and different things like that, as well as your nail shops, your hair salons and your barbershops, as well as your computer. So if you sit in there you getting your your hair done or whatever your nails done or you at your doctor's appointment and you pick up a magazine I want you to pick up Space Time magazine and read it because you see that the topics are interesting and they're captivating and it's something that is worth reading as opposed to uh and I ain't trying to knock Hip Hop Weekly because I you know I support them and everything they do but uh you know if I read Hip Hop Weekly is normally and mainly just a lot of gossip. That's what they're, right. you know, based upon because they're a tabloid magazine. So I salute what they're doing. But right. I wouldn't want to go out and read, you know, gossip. I would want to read something that's actually effective or going, you know, on that right. can actually benefit me. Because that's the reason why I read uh, Black Enterprise.
0: Oh, I need to start reading that one. Yeah. I do. I try to pick up different ones. I definitely start reading Black Enterprise. Mhm. Yeah, I need to get because that's all I used to do. Just stay up on my reading. Um, I find myself. I think I find myself doing more reading on online. That's how mostly I get my information. Because I will pick up a newspaper, but now that I do my online reading, that's what I do. I go online. Um, talking about the Ebola Ebola crisis. I can't stand that darn name. It looks like they should have. Sound like I wanna say bowling or something. Um But yeah. I do I that's what I do like about your your like I said, I love about your magazine. And it's almost like it's just like these um stations. I don't I don't knock a station that might want to do rap all day or R and B all day, but you know, I like to I like different varieties. I wanna know what's going on around me. Something that's affecting me in home, Because that's no joke. People think, Oh, it's ISIS, no. ISIS offending all of us. Man, that's why right. I love doing my show because I didn't want to just stick to one topic. Oh, I, I I, mean, yeah, you could talk about gospel all day, but a lot of people be like, eh, right. I don't want to listen to gospel all day, so I want to just expand. I want to talk to people like Ruben. I want to talk to people who's spiritual, who's, who maybe have psychic abilities. I'd like, I just want to keep it open. Everybody's welcome on my show, as long as you're intelligent. Unfortunately, I, I got one guest that was not intelligent, and we started talking about monkeys. But uh, hopefully, um, that won't happen again. Right? We 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 got and talk about monkeys, Ruben, and it went left field. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I Don't I don't even, I don't. That was awful. That was one of my awful, um, both <laughs> awful shows. But it got a lot of listeners on there for some reason. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> See, he's making me think about it. And I'm going to tell you, Ruben, just to be honest, we're not getting all this It was a show about man, uh, about man actually cheating and having the genes to cheat and everything. And the man started talking about he tested monkeys. And I found out I don't think this man was real. Like, you know, you will find a person on the Internet, but I didn't find any information on this guy whatsoever. And I'm like, I wonder what this guy really for real? Because I didn't find no information. Most of you have found a little something about now, But it was hard. I was like, I don't see anything about him. So I messed up as a journalist. Um, uh, If you don't find something about a person, whether you dig deep, then that's something wrong. So that's the number one rule for journalists. Don't do not do anything that you can't really find any answers to. So we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to come back with our one our wonderful, fabulous guest, Ruben. So don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this.
1: There's only one station that will keep you happy, Block Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at
0: 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. Okay, so just type the job website address here. That's it. Then you enter what job you're looking for there.
1: Electrician. This is Peter. Recently, he got help going on the Internet for the first time to look for a new job.
0: Okay. Then you just hit search and...
1: In the past, Peter's gotten work through people he knew, but he heard there were more jobs online. There we go. These are all for
0: me? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Really? He had no idea just how many. I can't believe it. This one looks good. Peter is thinking the Internet might be for him after all.
0: And this is just one website.
1: Wow. Why didn't I do this sooner?
0: See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166
1: to find a free training class near you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council.
0: All right, we're back with celebrity journalist and Chef Ruben Wood, who is making an upcoming for many generation of entrepreneurs out there and this is a very inspiring young man and i'm very proud of him i am if no one ever told him that i'm going to tell him that i'm very proud of him because he's doing things that a lot of our black men need to be out here doing and that's work (laughs) so ruben to me i think every industry needs improvement but what area of music do you feel needs the most work
1: Um, The area that I would say needs the most work probably is the uh, independent market in general of all genres. And because I work with so many of them, so many of them submit their music to me to be reviewed or to have website features and different things like that or to be featured in the magazine for that matter because we do have an indie artist section. And the number one problem with a lot of these artists is a lot of them don't have all of their stuff together, meaning they don't necessarily know what the social media marketing means, what to advertise means, what overall marketing for your brand means, or any of that. So when it comes down to it, they're paying out all this stuff, or they they may be doing these open mic shows or doing these covers and things here and there but it's not always beneficial to their brand because they're losing money by not investing in themselves.
0: Right. That's why I think it would be best if some of these artists, I mean like it's okay to want to get out there and be a singer. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time you need an education. You need need to have a background. I think every artist out there should have something dealing with business. A business degree is an excellent thing. And I'm, I'm speaking on it, and I haven't even when and got back to it. I was thinking about getting me a business degree, but not just wanting a business degree, but actually going in and knowing what business is all about, know the whole aspect of it. Because this industry, what, regardless of what part of the industry you get in, it will swallow you up. It will, like I said before. It will swallow you up, and you have to go in with a strong mind. And you're right. So many of them don't even know. They don't They don't know. They just They think they know, but they don't. Don't have no clue to advertisement. All they, all they see, I see the pretty lights that sit, money. I'm done, and that's why so many of them drown, and we don't hear from. You be like, did you hear from someone, someone? What, what happened? Didn't hear from. Them. No. Mm. Of course, some of our artists are coming back. We got Diamond who's coming back. Um. and what's her name? Um, Miss Leah. I don't want to mess up her name. Um. But she was the, one of the singers of 702. She's coming back. So we have a lot of artists that are coming back. But trust me, Malimi, they went through the struggle, and they coming back up through the top like Young Bank <laughs> or Ruben now. You know, you coming back, make, making a great stand for, for everybody out here. So it's it's not peaches and cream. No sugar on this cake at all. Um. So now that you got all this going now with the Space Out magazine, what are some of your other business ventures?
1: Say that again.
0: Oh I'm oh I sure will, Ruben. I was mentioning that now that you got Space Out magazine going for yourself and of course Fatherhood, what are some of your other business ventures?
1: Well we're actually getting ready to launch our television network. As well as okay. a, uh, we're about to relaunch our own radio network. It's online. Oh good. And okay. you know that's pretty much the main two things that we're focusing on. But we also have a lot of other business ventures that um we have in the works for twenty fifteen.
0: Oh wonderful! I wish I could give wish I can get with you on that route because that's what I want to do. I want to take my show and do television, but it, it it's hard sometimes. And I'm not making up any excuses. Sometimes it gets hard. Being a mom, I have to take care of the household. I'm I'm not a single mom, but you know I have I have my husband where he's disabled, so we do our best. That's how I'm gonna put it. We do our best. We pray about it and we get through it. But I hope to one day to be able to overcome all that. with God will and come on a television show too. So that's what I best. I want to do just what you're mentioning. I want to lunch it out, expand.
1: Right.
0: Oh, you know, Ruben, I I seen um where I think that was on your Twitter account. You're starting a campaign, and so what is this campaign about?
1: Um, we're actually doing the I am S O M campaign, as well okay. as we're doing our campaign for the advertisement of the magazine. So. I'm right now, I'm on a media run. I'm doing several interviews with several different radio stations and uh, wow. article features and editorials and probably even magazine
0: features. Okay. Oh, man, you got your schedule. Book and then fatherhood. Wait, right. The dirty, all the diapers that he can change within a minute. Because that's how it's going to be. It's going to feel like, wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute! I got you. Gonna be he gonna have some multitask. I got you. Pat her down, okay? Back over here with this interview. <laughs> so you know, I wanted to go back to the music part for you. What is your first memory of music as a child?
1: Um, first memory, I would say, probably getting started with music because I was producing beats and things of that nature. So. I mean just doing that at a early age kinda of got me into the whole music and everything. So
0: yeah. See you start see that's how you get started, start young. Uh, right. So do you do you think it's harder or easier now for maybe for the new upcoming people who want to get into this music business?
1: I think it's ten times harder. Because now if you really don't have a budget then you really won't make it. You know. If you don't have those connections, if you don't have your own distribution with a major entity and a media company backing you, you're not gonna make it.
0: Right. I was just gonna say that too. You gotta to have you gotta have people to back you up. You can't do that by yourself. It's hard. it's very hard. So, um, how big how big a two is it for musicians today?
1: Um, well, could, could, you, uh, could you repeat that?
0: Oh, yes, Ruben. Um, I was wondering, like, how big is it as a tool for these young musicians today to just get out there and have all this stuff set up for them? How How important is it for them to have all this? together
1: well if you think about uh macklemore or mac miller and then you look at a Wiz khalifa or a ty dollar sign because i know him personally Mm -hmm. um the difference between the four artists out besides their color is the two macklemore and uh Mac Miller, they're independent. Now, you know, uh, Todd Dollar Sign, as well as Wiz Khalifa, they they have these deals with uh, Atlantic Records and so forth. They have this major entity backing them, which is a positive and good thing. But now you look at on the other side with Mac Miller and McLemore, they're independent, independent distributors. They pretty much make more money because they, keep everything but it's one thing that's very key. They had investors. See. They had this all these investors, all of these people who put this budget up for them to take care of the marketing, advertisement and promotion. Whereas Ty and uh Wiz went to a major label to get this backing. Because it's the same thing I was saying on another uh radio show earlier today. These Indie artists think of these uh, major labels as just, I guess, fun and games, but they're basically like banks. They're giving you a loan. So if they give you a loan or if a bank gives you a loan, which you already know, then you have to pay that loan back in so many days or months or a year or whatever it is, and you have interest on it. Well, it's the same thing when you get a uh, deal with these major labels. You know, you have to pay this back for whatever money up front that they give you, and it comes with interest, and this is why so many artists get shelved or, uh, you know, you don't ever see them come out with any more music or something's going wrong. You know, that's what happens. They haven't paid their money back, or they spend it a right.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the main factor, huh? <laughs> We got to get our young people to start doing. I know I didn't get lessons from my mother on investing, but I definitely want my daughters to learn that. Please save your money. See, they be thinking, oh, I get a dollar. I'm going to get some chips. No. (laughs) That dollar could be saved and add on and build it up. You know, I'd rather rather build up on that dollar and say you just give me $1,000 within a week and maybe for a month, how well just take that dollar and just keep on building up on it. A lot of a, and that's what a problem is. See, if if the parents, you know, I think it all starts to, Ruben. If the parents don't know, then the children won't know. That's why we we have to start now. Get our young people now into these things. Let them learn about investments, teach them about capital, um, capital interest, all that stuff. They should know this. They got to know. Teach them about stock markets. You know, I want my daughters to learn all that type of stuff so they don't get sworn out of money. They'll know how to save it properly. You know, be successful in life. Because sometimes you could save your money and it still don't go right. So, you know, learn the ins and out of it all. Right. Um, now, this is what a lot of people probably don't know about Ruben, but he's the first in history to release seven. I said seven. That's right. Mixtapes at one time back in two thousand eleven. Bam, boom, in your face. Now <laughs> so Ruben, what is it that you want most out of life?
1: Me, I actually uh besides wanting to provide for my kids and everything, I would say the main thing is to help others, you know, uh whatever God wills make that happen because you know, most important, the creator wakes you up every day. So, whatever you can My do in life, right? You know, whatever you can do in lives to make, uh, make your your wrongs right and, and do everything positive. That's the best thing about living. So, because it ain't about right. how much money you have or how much possessions you have. It's really about how much you're able to help others.
0: It's yes, Ruben. I'm here. I do apologize about that. Yeah, the network connection was trying to act up. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, I tell you, this all—all all this darn technology. I—I I love it. Then one minute, I—I I can't stand it. I despise. I'll be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back with you, Ruben. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I do hope for the for the best for you. I think that this your daughter, she's going to be very proud of you, right? She she got something to look forward to. and You know about her being a girl. Oh, daddy going to probably be on her. Cause my, my husband does the same thing with my daughter. I'm going to be right there. I'm like, well, you know, we ain't got to be at the prom like that. You know, we could be kind of a little feedback, Right, because all I'm going to do is tell the boy when he comes to my door is she better come in the same way that she left his house.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. Why wow, all of a sudden they want to start this? I will definitely make sure that they know that this is happening right and that's one thing about having these shows you could check all this stuff and something still goes on i'll be making sure everything right here goes one little incident um now ruben um what were you actually pursuing in college before you started out with this space out magazine
1: uh, i was actually pursuing culinary arts and business management
0: okay so are you are you thinking of going back, or have you already did?
1: No, um, when I you know dropped out and everything because of the price of tuition. Um, right. You know, I pretty much said I was done with college and I was just going to go and fulfill, you know, my dreams and do what I needed to do. And um, you know, it has its ups and downs and everything, but mm. at this point, we're getting to where we need to be with the company and able to, you know, like I say, do these media runs and so forth. And we're just doing a lot of branding for the company and taking on a
0: lot of different clients and contracts. Right. I don't blame. I probably don't even blame you. Mm Mm-mm. Honey, I got student loans out the back. I'm I'm taking care of them, though. I'm paying them. But, oh, it's just a dreadful moment like, darn, can we – don't want to keep getting them deferments, and my friend, I um, I knew a young lady who kept getting them, and they finally caught up with like, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> it's, it's, you, you keep deferring. Look, it's, it's been so many years because I think I forgot how many years they actually give you to keep doing those, but they finally <laughs> they finally put a stop to her. Like, look, we we need to make some payments. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that you're doing successful though. So when. When did you actually get your first exposure in your profession now? And what was that? What was the actual feeling like?
1: Well, on the side of, uh, you know, culinary arts and everything, working in various kitchens, I started working at uh, diners and everything back in 2009. And then mm-hmm. uh, I actually used to work on. Island at a major resort here in Brunswick, Georgia. And uh, on the side of media, I got my uh, first run in like 2012 in uh, July when we got ready to release our first issue. I think it was June. Yeah, it was June we released our first issue. And then after that in July, that's when I started doing different events and, you know, really interacting and doing more
0: interviews and different things like that. Well, okay. So what actually motivates you to keep going?
1: Well, just the the constant fact that I know that I can do better. You know, like, I know I don't have to work a nine-to-five to make a living, and I know that I have a very good quality product, it's worthwhile somebody investing in or, you know, uh, paying their time to be a part of, and that's what actually drives me and motivates me, and then the fact that, you know, when you have kids, a lot of times you're kind of limited unless you're working two or three jobs, so I actually want to be there more for my child and uh, just be more a part of her life, so that really does motivate me.
0: I know, that's the, and that's the best advice that you could ever give anybody out here. Just being a new parent, make, doing business on the – hey, like I said, I wish all the best for you. Now, um, who would you like to acknowledge and send you through your adversities in life?
1: Uh, I would say just, you know, God and the support of my family and really the uh, support of my significant other through everything because without that support system and everything, you know, you can't make it legitimately. No. And, um, you know, i I definitely say that's my support system because a lot of times when you feel like giving up or you really feel down, if you don't have that help or somebody to believe in you, you're not going to make it,
0: you know. And you do no. have to
1: really believe in yourself as well. So you really,
0: you know, it's, it's all aspects. You hit right on the note. You do. Cannot do this alone. And we, we, I think that's the problem with most of us in the society. We think we can. And God show you every time. I don't know. He got a special way in showing you. Brother, sister, you are not going to be able to do this without me. But he, he kind of like your pants. see? God is like your parent. He'll let you go on through it. Okay, I'm gonna let you go through this, and we're gonna see how long it takes you to get this done without my assistance. So yeah, you can't you can't do nothing out here on your own. And if you do, then I yeah I guess that's on you. Then you know some people get their blessing. Some people think they're blessed even when they come up. But if you don't have God faithfully in your life, then what you have is actually nothing. That Rolls Royce you have is nothing. The nice house you have is nothing because it does not have any, any foundation up underneath it. So you have nothing at all. But... So Reuben. um, now this is one of the questions I wanna ask. If you were stuck on the island, what is one thing you would want to have?
1: Um, i probably say my
0: Bible. <laughs> Good answer. I know that's right. <laughs> Alright. Okay, I only got four more minutes. Just hold on before you shut down on me again, Network edge. I don't know why I want to act up all of a sudden. I try not to use my phone as much, especially, you know, when you dealing with people like AT&T. They like to charge your arm and leg sometimes. <laughs> but I did my that ounce of Ruben. I would carry nothing but my Bible with me. That would probably be the best thing to help me. <laughs> if I could sneak Probably just the Alpine. I would do it. Um. So, you know, like I said, I love your magazine and everything. It focuses on outside issues. So what do you think needs to be done about the Ebola Ebola crisis? See, I'd be want to say bowling or something. Like, I need another word.
1: Well, as far as for the Ebola situation and everything, I feel like people really need to be, um, they do need to take it serious. They do need to be on alert yeah. about the situation because right. you, have, you never really do know uh, what are the vast majority of effects that can be caused by these different things. So you do need to be on alert. But as far as, you know, the way it's portrayed in the media and everything, that's not that's not necessarily the way it is, because I found out that there are two incidents and cases where uh, two individuals were cured of it and then you had the guy from Texas who died from it. And that's really the lack of the
0: hospital.
1: You know, that's not necessarily saying that the two individuals who they were able to cure couldn't have died from it either. You know, that's really just, like I say, the lack of the hospital caring for their patients or could have just been them caring for a uh, man of color. So at the end of the day, sometimes... We have to know our surroundings because you know if you go to a certain place and the health care ain't so great for blacks and everything, I would not suggest going there to get treated. I would suggest going somewhere where you know know that you have some type of universal care so you don't have to worry about am I going to be dying from this because they they do have ways to sustain a lot of these uh, genetically enhanced or lab-created diseases or viruses and things. Yes. So they can, in fact, cure these things, but, you know, they may be tripping about your insurance.
0: So that that's not something exactly. that you want to hear. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think you hit it right on the note. Exactly. That's why I didn't understand. And, I mean, I don't think he, I think he had just as much time to be cured. He did. And as you said, the other two was cured. And what gets me? Okay, if we're curing them, then what about the people in Liberia? Why, why is it no cure enough for them? But you know, Ruben, we're gonna have to get on that subject on on another date. We probably gonna have to bring you back on because we're running out of our time. But uh, Ruben, if anybody is interested in finding out about you, your Space Out magazine, tell them where they could go to look up for you.
1: Uh, you all can go to com and that's S P A C E D O U T, magazine.com. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com backslash Mag, or Twitter.com backslash CEO of SOM, and uh, on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash magazine or just search up Ruben Wood. And, you know, it's pretty pretty simple to find me, to Google who I am or the company.
0: Well, Ruben, I do thank you for, like I said, taking out your time, for coming on to our show. Congratulations to the new bonder in your life. I'm so happy for you. Um, God bless you and your family.
1: All right. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome, Ruben. You take care. You too. My loved ones, the truth of the day from my friend Mary Ellen is the connection between your heart and your words impacts all your relationships. Any fear you hold on to may be what is keeping you from expanding your relationship, romantic, family, friends, job, etc. Set your intentions to become more open to other people. Align your heart energy with your verbal energy. Open your eyes to see the needs of someone else through your lens of compassion. Today, allow honesty and truth to flow by opening your heart with your voice enjoy the day everyone i thank you for your patience with all the network connections that we just encountered so thank you so much i love all of you and god bless you thank you for tuning in to the bright side with tanisha come back daily from 12 p.m to 1 p.m eastern god bless